from talkradio.nyc. Welcome to At Home. I'm David Thurgartner, interior designer and owner of David Thurgartner Interiors, right here in spectacularly beautiful Manhattan. On tonight's show, everything's coming up roses. My guest tonight is Louis Gagliano, master florist and owner of Le Fleur d'Arlem. Louis is one of those florists who paints with petals and stems and uses roses to write poetry. Louis's main goal and desire is to achieve to achieve his clients' true feelings, whether those feelings are love, admiration, respect, or sympathy. Louis has the innate ability and immense talent to turn those feelings into breathtaking flower arrangements. There's a lot to talk about, so let's get started. It's June, right here on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, and we're blocks away from Central Park, the Theater District, and Harlem, and everything's coming up roses. I mean, roses, come on. The hopes, the dreams, the promises, all perfectly arranged in that one idiom. Everything's coming up roses, not gold bullion, not luxurious yachts, not coal, or diamonds, or fields of corn, but roses. The superlative to all that is wonderful, to all that is beautiful. Personally, I can't imagine my life without flowers. The art of living to me requires flowers as much as food and shelter. And here in our great city of steel and concrete, we still have a small but thriving flower district, the sidewalks are crowded with buckets of fresh flowers, window boxes, and blooming plants, all beckoning you to walk down or walk across 28th Street instead of 27th or 29th. I love looking through the vintage glass shop windows under the decades-old awnings and peering in and seeing every type of flower, every color imaginable. Only flowers can make a New Yorker detour from their planned destination. And I still get a kick out of watching the expression of people's faces as they walk past a, a delivery man with a huge bouquet of flowers wrapped in cellophane and adorned with ribbons. Only flowers can make a New Yorker smile on their way to work. But what I love most and it's my most favorite scene is that classic after work New York subway scene with a young lover, hair all pushed back, Brooklyn hipster beard, the perfect leather bag over his shoulder, and a bunch of flowers in his hands. Talk about hopes and dreams and promises. My niece just recently purchased a new house and she was excited 
to tell me that she had ordered a couple dozen tulip bulbs to go along the path to her front door. As the months passed and spring approached, I would receive text messages asking, why hasn't anything happened yet? Oh God, nothing yet, Uncle David, barely a stick of green, the text would say. And then finally, with great disappointment, she called to say that yes, indeed, those tulip bulbs finally bloomed and were pummeled by the rainstorm and terrible winds. She said, Uncle David, I barely had a chance to see them, let alone, let alone enjoy them. What, what, what's the point? As fleeting as, as fleeting as flowers are or can be, the beauty of flowers are not just the blossom, but the receiving of a bouquet. The anticipation of tulip blooms, tulip bulbs blooming, the care, the joy of putting your hands into the ground, of wanting, of envisioning, of trying to make something more beautiful than it was before. Fleeting, yes, something to cherish, absolutely. Diamonds might be forever, but flowers are to be remembered. All of this waxing poetic is because we are very fortunate enough to have master floral designer with us tonight, Louis Gagliano, owner of Le Fleur d'Arlem. Louis is one of the great florists that paints with flowers or uses flowers to write poems. In either case, the art of living includes Louis' ability to design flowers in arrangements that fill our hearts and makes us remember their beauty. Certainly so much of what Lewis and I have in common is bringing beauty into our clients' homes. I can't imagine a home without flowers. We all buy flowers from the florist when we're having a party or some kind of special event, but flowers should be a part of our everyday interiors too. Small arrangements, sitting on a coffee table or or the kitchen counter is exactly how we bring the art of living into our homes. So I want to talk to Lewis all about flowers that are not just for special events, but for our homes every day. And before we do, I just want to share this wonderful quote from Maud Hart. For no other reason than I just have always loved it so much. But here it is. It was June. The world smelled of roses. The sunshine was like powdered gold over the grassy hillside. Hmm. If you truly believe that beauty is transformational, and I, I do, click your heels three times because everything really is coming up roses. When we come back, my conversation with the extraordinary florist Louis Gagliano. This is At Home. I'm David Thiergartner, and we'll be back in two minutes.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Our guest tonight is Louis Gagliano, florist and owner of La Fleur d'Arlem. Louis, welcome to At Home. Thanks, David. I'm so happy to have you here. It's so nice being here. It's so wonderful that you're here with us on a June, beautiful June night. It's fantastic. Listen, you know, it's a tradition here that I ask each and every single guest the same question, which is what is your meaning of beauty and what specifically is beautiful in your home? Well, I love structure. And I like things to be organized. And so if it's beauty in just being complete. So I see the big picture in what I do. And I need to be able to see that in my work. You know, I, I see the little details and those little details add up to the, my big picture. So, um, you know, I love the greenery in my home. And I think for me, that's important to have you know, life besides me. Well, that's so wonderful. I mean, I think for all of us just listening right now, structure. So can you explain that a little bit further as far as, you know, if we think of a gorgeous flower arrangement that you would do, yeah. it would seem as if there was some freedom in the way that the flower maybe would yeah. curve off to the side. Is, are you talking about are you talking about how it's structured in your in how you designed it and not necessarily how it lays asymmetrically perhaps yeah nothing is i believe everything that you you do even the thing that looks like oh no one put any thought to it right random. has a lot of thought into yeah, it. yeah 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 so well, that's the big design question yeah. right is so, random design yeah, yeah. not I, to say that your flower arrangements are random but there is a freedom to a flower arrangement perhaps that is not like a building obviously yeah, yeah. but you have to you know there's thought into making things look natural yeah, absolutely. Right. So just like or, or comfortable, or, you know, that's the big yeah. thing. Where's that balance in interiors where it's thoughtful, mm-hmm. planned out, but still approachable and easy to live in and comfortable. Same thing, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we want things to be comfortable in our home and 
you know, there's some people like, you know, straight lines. Some people like curves. Curves. Yeah. So there's yeah. a similarity with arrangements. Absolutely. There you go. Perfect. Right. Yeah. So, you know, most of the creative artistic people, and that's all we have on this show, we're <laughs> wonderful designers and creative artistic people, but they all came from a childhood that sort of expressed that. Can you, is that sort of... Um, did you notice flowers when you were younger or were you creative in a different way? Well, I grew up in construction. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so there was a lot of cement and bricks and stone. And um, But I did, I had a, I grew up in Staten Island, which has a lot of trees and land and space. Right, for New, for non-New Yorkers, because we're all international here. But So Staten Island still has sort of a suburban, suburban feel to it, yeah, yeah right? And in the big city of Manhattan, or of New York. And we always had, you know, we would take care of the garden and at plants home, yep. at home. And, uh, you know, the whole neighborhood was all the same. And I had an uncle who, had, who built his own home on a hillside, which at the time was pretty revolutionary and he had terrace gardens wow and you know as kids i'm not sure if we were free labor but we would <laughs> <laughs> tend to these gardens <laughs> how did that work yeah. you know and the ponds and yeah, we all do. you know fountains and you know i am italian so we do like family stuff you yeah. know columns and stuff <laughs> oh you mean that and the big fountain the with big fountains and waterfalls what's the saint that all Ita good italian families had in their front yard we did not have that. The, 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 the uh, <laughs> Mary and the clamshell. Yeah, my husband's yeah. going to die for me not knowing <laughs> what that is right now. But yes, that's a big part of like Queens and Brooklyn. That's for sure. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. So that's you think because I always say that my grandfather introduced me a lot of times to, you know, planting geraniums with him and keeping uh, taking care of the yard and stuff like that. So it's sort of similar on those lines. Yeah, I I think I um I do remember like again we're in doing construction and work and but we in the office that um we had on the i always saw this like space in front of the office that they had weeds in it so i remember i was i don't know maybe like 10 years old <laughs> and i told my uncle i said why don't we just make it look nice i'll go to the store <laughs> you know we'll buy plants and we'll buy wood chips and you know make something out of what is there and there you went on your bicycle or well no they we went in a truck <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but he, uh you know but i did and you know i did what i thought i needed i bought the materials and you know i took care of it in the summer that i was there yeah so yeah why did i do that who knows but yeah i i, I would say like i see those things that could it could be better if you just did xyz and, you know, you look at anything that has potential and you can make things better. Make yeah. it more beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Why do you think flowers then instead of perhaps maybe, you know, in building a construction uh, architect or landscape architect or how did it how did you become a florist? Uh, well, this is my third career. And uh -oh, I OK. Uh -oh. And I my backgrounds in hospitality. So I graduated uh, with a master's from RIT. And I worked for Hilton Hotels uh, for years. So I have that service part. And then I... Hold on one second. We use a lot. I, he's Italian. He uses a lot of hand gestures. <laughs> and then I worked uh, with Starbucks. So I learned a lot of the store operations and standards and 
And I, I lived, I moved to Paris. I lived in Paris and I came back and I went to school at the New York Botanical Gardens. Oh my gosh. Uh, for, they have a, a floral design intensive course in the summer because I, I didn't really know anything. And then I started uh, in this career. Oh my God, that's the great, that's a great story. So I think it's a good marriage of the, uh, the service, the, the product quality and uh, the customer service. So. I mean, I'm just so fascinated by that. It's so interesting. I mean, were you noticing like the incredible flower arrangements at the Hilton hotels? Or I mean, again, kind of why flowers? So you kind of come back, you're interested in something else, but how did you get to that? I think it's a beauty. You know, it's a product. It's a, something that um, I you. enjoy yeah. and I could deliver to people. I I think I have people could tell me like I want this. They give me the feeling, the emotion, and you can interpret that. So, am I unique? I don't know. But, oh, I, I think you are. I but mean, that's, but that's know. something you have to be able to do. You know, people tell you, you know, I want to send something that's romantic. You know, how do you interpret that? I mean, I think you paint a, with flowers. You know, yeah. as I said, I think you write poetry with flowers. You have an incredible talent to sort of make that emotion happen. You know, it doesn't have to be with oil paint. It can be with flowers. No. Yeah. So I, it's just it's just so incredible. Do you get inspired? You know, um, well, so as a florist now with a full fledged business and daily operation, what inspires you? What 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 moves you now? Well, I believe you need to see, you know, this is a visual world you know, career yeah, yeah, yeah. world, but you need to be able to see different things, you know, colors. You know, you go to different exhibits at museums, you travel the world, you know, people, the colors that people wear, you know, those are things that you're going to bring to what you do for work, you know, and how you're going to say, oh, my gosh, I never put those colors together or, you know, those ideas or and that's, you know, you get inspiration from from everywhere but yeah so much of yeah. what i love about my work is not just the work but that the inspiration that you can go to a broadway show and see a costume and go oh i've never thought of that color combination before and use it you know use it in you know whether it's a living room or the little girl's bedroom and the same thing you know being in a restaurant and seeing a beautiful flower arrangement and or you know the architecture it's just everything every day offers an opportunity to be exciting and to inspire you to do better work. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, it's what the arts are, I think. Right. I think it's that searching, right. We're searching for, well, I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And you know, I want our, my customers to trust that, you know, I'm going to do something great for them. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's a relationship that we have with our customers because they tell me what they want and I say, okay, I got it. Do you try to sort of like you've been in business for so long? Is there like certain customers that evoke um, a sort of a, a different color idea and different flower usage and a different sort of way of arranging it versus maybe the other customer? Totally. You know, totally. Right. So I, you're picking up on their energy and their personality. And I know like certain people don't like this vase or they don't like these flowers or they like this design or, you know, they they want something that's out of the box and you know it's in my 
Yeah, do we still have Rolodexes? But yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a Rolodex. So. I have a Rolodex in my head. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. <laughs> and when it stops, then I know I've hit the right place. Yes. Yeah. No, but I mean, I think that's fascinating because that's me too. Like, uh, I just, oh, last week I was, it was, I was in a couple, uh, I did a couple conferences. I did a talk. And some of the questions afterwards is this idea that, you know, there's some interior designers and God bless them. You know, they tend, you, you notice their work, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, um, oh, that's da da da. Oh, that's da. And I, I've always uh, never wanted to be that because I've always wanted to pick up uh, the energy and the importance of what my client and what her family or his, their family uh, was trying to represent with their home. It seems so important to me to define the interiors based on them mm-hmm. and not on the people I did two years before. Yeah. Right. So flower arranging is kind of the same concept, right? Yeah, it's individual. Yeah. You know, I'm sure like we have standards of what we want, you know, but we are customizing that for the individual. How do you think um, from the time that you started with at the New York Botanical Gardens to now, can you just talk a little bit of how you see, because we're on it a little bit, but how have you become more sophisticated or how have you developed your your talent and your sense of of, of being a florist? What's, well, what's changed from the beginning? A lot of of the arrangements is the mecha- the mechanics of the arrangement meaning just how the how, how does it stay that way how do you get right? it right how does it not fall down in that position in that position <laughs> on that table okay and okay. that's you and, know, and for 5 days 7 days right, right? so yeah, yeah. you know these are you're building something okay there's a you know again go back there there's a, a structure, structure yeah and it has to you know i love that you know have and that's what you have to do like so you get so better you're building, at building yeah, and it's those those things that push you. Like, I have never done that, but I'm going to do it, and that's that's the challenge. You know, could you build me a wall of, you know, and make a logo of my company? Okay, I never did that, but I'll figure out <laughs> how we're going to do that. Right, and so yeah. much of that, I guess, is experience too. Knowing that this flower, this stem, uh, can do this better than this flower, this stem. Is right. that a part of it? Yeah. Yeah. And what's going to last. What's going to last. And, and what's available. Right. Because, right. yeah, you're... Not everything is always available. They're 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like certain flowers are 24-7. No. Right. Yeah. Even today, right? Even today. Yeah. I mean, they grow a, a lock of grown greenhouses, but are you willing to spend the money for something that's not in season? And it's funny. I find that so funny uh, even today, even in interiors, like, you know, you do a beach house. Well, you're not doing a beach house for the winter time. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not you're not choosing wools and darker colors, even though you would want it to be able to transition into the winter time because they could go out and have a fire and stuff. But the idea is that it's it's a summer spring sort of idea. You don't want poinsettias in June. Right. Right. And I try not to push the season. You know, eventually you're going to come to a flower, let's say, for example, uh, sunflowers. Okay. Right. You could get sunflowers all year round. But, you know, I I don't want to use them in my arrangements in January. Yeah. I mean, they're going to they're gonna be around in, you know, July, August, September. Yeah, you're going to use them, right? So why use them in January? So, you know, we try to use seasonal uh, flowers and we try to, you know, have a variety of um, of the flowers that I choose for the season. 
is it here's my weird question because I've always wondered about being a florist, but is it possible that a you know, so uh, how do I even want to say it? But, you know, you're, you're, you're on 28th Street, which is our flower district, and you see these incredible, beautiful flowers, maybe, and you go, do, can flowers arrange themselves? In other words, are you so inspired by how beautiful a certain flower or quality of flower is that it almost paints its own picture for you? I think that things, flowers, they could pop out to you, and you're going to figure out how to use them. And this is the visual part that, you know, I look at something and then someone say, I want to do this. And I was like, okay, I great, because I want to use that flower to make this arrangement. Oh, so you can almost see, they're telling you, but you can envision the flower. And this is why, you know, you go out and you see different things because this inspires you. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, again, I want to use certain things, but do I have the the moment to, to use it? is the question. And then, you know, someone says, I want to do this. And I said, Oh, perfect. I, you know, yeah, I'm it's a ready. Win-win. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. So that, so that let's talk a little bit about the design process and how it all works. Right. So everybody understands that. So, um, uh, we can create a scene like you're standing behind the counter. I don't know. How does, uh, how does it work today? But so you have somebody walk in and you start to talk to them and, so what happens? Are, are they are they describing? Oh, it's my mother's seventy uh, fifth birthday. Oh, it's um, my best friend um, is in the hospital. So they start to talk. Are you what kind of information are you drawing out, and what are you trying to learn from that conversation, or what yeah. is the design process based on that conversation? Well, I want to know if they if there is a preference of color. Do they is do they know what their girlfriend likes? Yeah. Or a wife or yeah. grandmother, right? So right. do they know? Yeah. And then, you know, if they have, um, is there any flowers that they don't like? Right? Because some people say, I don't want to use this or that. And um, Yeah, and I would think that color would be a big part of that, yeah, right? Oh, my grandmother loves yeah. purple. My grandmother loves violet, right? Right. So, so that's, you have to start somewhere, somewhere. Basically right there, right? And then, you know, from that point, I'll just take the lead. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the other things are like if someone wants a, m- a more modern round uh, right. design or are they like organic, you know, where there's different textures and heights of the flowers. And so that way we could, you know, design for them. I mean, I guess, right. so here's me being simple. But so if you're, if you are talking about grandma's 75th birthday, does that make you kind of think a little more traditional and how the arrangement might be? No, I think no. grandma could be yeah. super okay. hip okay. and she's you. ready to, to good, rock and roll. Good for you. Good so, for you. you know, but that's, you know, that's something we try to. I've always noticed in my business that it's what they don't like that has more power and more interest mm-hmm. in it. Right. In other words, um, and, and, and I don't always ask, like, what you, you don't want to ask what you don't like, but it comes out. You learn really quickly. Right. And that leads you on to a lot of discoveries of what they do like. Because I think that people have trouble telling you what they like. I think it's easier to tell you what they don't like. Right. Some people don't know what they don't know. And, they, and, and then they don't know, right? They're just Until they know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a young suitor talking about old-fashioned, a young boyfriend walking into a floral shop. He didn't know what the hell he's, right? right? Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of, it's that kind of thing. Oh, this is great. This is great. So we have so many more questions, of course, and uh, um, 
I want to come back and I want to I want to go flower by flower and just ask Lewis sort of his thoughts, almost like if it was a game, but I don't know. I'm sure if it sorts, but just so we all can understand how a florist mind works. Right. And uh, I think that would be fun. So you're listening to talkradio.nyc and we'll be back in two minutes. That's newly sprung in June. My love is like a melody. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. We're talking to Louis Gagliano, and I want you to take a look at Louis's website, which is lafleurnyc.com. Lafleurnyc.com, and uh, and you will you will certainly understand why you want Louis to be your new florist, I think. And then you're also on Instagram and Facebook with the same handle, right? Yes, lafleurnyc. So that's pretty easy. Follow Louis and get a uh, get a chance to look at some of the beautiful things that he does. On a daily basis. Hey, send everybody, send your questions to me at David at David Thurgardner Interiors. Put uh, at home in the subject line and we'll get to those questions in about 15 minutes. So that would be great. And now I want to play this game. I call it a game. Uh, maybe because I'm, I'm excited about it. I wish we had like a, a dinger or a bell or something like that. But actually, you don't need to rush through it. But I want to ask, because I'm so fascinated by flowers, I'm going to ask... Lewis, or tell, ask Lewis about a certain flower, and then you're just going to tell me what pops into your head and what colors are your favorite. Is it a good flower for arrangement? Does it last long? All of that sort of stuff. So are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? Okay. So uh, let's start because it's June and all the peonies are blooming uh, in my neck of the woods. So what about peonies? They are my favorite. Okay. Oh, we started off so well. They're not always available. Yeah, right? they have a limited time. So that's fantastic, right? You have to Beautiful enjoy colors. them while they, they come in all different colors. I just yeah. saw a yellow one, too. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen a yellow Those one? Those are like the tree peonies. Ah. And they are amazing. Do they, so, are they good? Do they last long in an arrangement? They do. I mean, they uh, they could come in all different stages. Like They oh, call tight, it like a bullet. Oh, yeah. Right? So when it's super tight. 
So those you need to open up a little bit more. But, you know, if you get them midway open up, you know, they could last just like any cut flower from a florist, I would say. Yeah. You know, they're going to get like five to seven days, maybe a little longer. Yeah. So and then, do you have a favorite color? Because, um, I mean, they go from white to this dark, almost claret. And there's almost a black. Oh, does it go that deep? It could go like a dark, dark red. Ooh, I would love right. that. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And I just saw one that was white. It was variegated and... Uh, with green. I've never saw that before. So, wow. you know, they come out with different varieties. Yeah, yeah. So it's always nice to see Fantastic. what's new. I love that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love me a peony And too. they smell good too. Yeah. How about irises? Irises? They are like the garden irises. They, yeah. They're amazing. They're a little short-lived. Are they? So They kind of fade know, on the stem a little bit? Like for a party, I would use them, but not in an arrangement, unless someone wants them because... They're not going to last very long. Oh, that's so interesting. So, in other words, for a uh, you know a reception that is a one night thing, they need to look good for that night, but they're not going to last much longer than that. Yeah, unless someone understands that, like I want to send irises and. Oh, that's so but interesting. They only I don't last think I knew that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love irises. Yeah, they come in all different colors too. Different colors, and then the bearded and mm-hmm. all of that. So they have a, they're kind of dramatic, I think. Yeah. Right. And yeah. again, short lived. Cherry blossoms, yeah. they are, they come around and they leave and then that's it. Yeah, God, is it like because when you walk down Twenty Eighth Street, it feels like it's a two week thing. Yeah, they well they could start in March, and depends on the spring. If it's a warm spring, right, yeah. right, they're not gonna. If you some people plan cherry blossoms for their wedding in June. I don't know. That's kind of scary. I do see in all of the big <laughs> events that we go to as New Yorkers and in that in the industries that we are, I see cherry blossoms used a lot. So is that because it's easy and because they're dramatic? Well, I think they're lush. Yeah. And they and they're, they're beautiful. Yeah. I mean, they make you feel good, don't they? God, there's something incredible about cherry blossoms. Yeah, you see you see them and you know, people love them. I tell you, my favorite time to go to the Met, you know, the Met foyer is like, you know, February when March when they have these, you know, gigantic arrangements of yeah. cherry blossoms. It's the most incredible thing. Um, orchids, right? I use orchids a lot in when I'm either gifting my clients or we're trying to set up for something special for my clients. Orchids seem to play well. I think they work with every interior or party, you know, for parties and they come in all different colors. All different and colors. The plants, you know, the, different sizes. If you get a, a phalaenopsis plant, I mean, it could last like two, three, four months. Yeah. So it's a great value for. Yeah, for the, the dollar. Yeah. Do you want to tell everybody the secrets to orchids? Well, don't overwater them. Yeah, that's, that's the, the big one. Yeah, you know, they don't need that much care. Yeah, almost ignore them, yes. except for maybe once a week. Is do you, do you believe in the ice cube thing? Well, I would do it every two weeks. Oh, yeah. There you go. See, little takeaway from the expert. Don't tell everybody. Okay. Rhinoculus. <laughs> Does everybody even know what that is? Rhinoculus? Yeah. Can yeah. You, they, can um, you describe it? They come, they're like a winter. It's a big florist flower though, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. And they're beautiful and they just come I in different that. sizes. Yeah. And, you know, you could even get the Japanese version, which are extraordinary. Crazy colors, right? Crazy colors. Beautiful jewel tones and... Lo- lots of petals. Yeah. 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 Right? So it's very... Rich yeah. and lush. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, I think that is true. They seem rich, a lot of depth. And they, again, they 
they change through the years. You know, they have different colors and variegations, and they're pretty awesome. Now, your favorite flower was a peony, mm-hmm. but my favorite flower, and if you are a listener to this show, you know that dahlias are my all-time favorite flower. I'm uh-huh. a dahlia freak. Um, do dahlias work well in flower arrangements? Oh, they're amazing. Ah, they are exactly what we want to hear. And they are different colors and shapes. And again, they are coming. They're going to start in July, really. Yep. And then they mine are just coming yeah. out of the ground now. Yeah. yeah. And they, I, they have the dinner plate ones. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen, oh, seen those? I'm an they're humongous. Expert. I'm an expert dahlia guy. I know. In um, just off there's a park in San Francisco that has. Just a whole field of. Oh, dahlias. I didn't know that. And um, I'm not really, sure. I forgot the name. But oh, you need to find that out for me because front I, of the. Um, I have a project in San Francisco. Yeah. I'll be there in like August. Oh, you need to find that I'll out for know. me. So yeah. my husband will be mad at me if I don't say this, but we grow a dahlia called Cafe Ole, mm. and it is spectacular because it's sort of topish, mm-hmm. but it has this hint of pink to it. And it is really quite beautiful. Yeah, it's really, really, (laughs) really nice. Okay, how about something, we're almost done, but I'm having too much fun. But uh, how about something old-fashioned like carnations? They, carnations, they come in great colors. And some people don't... They don't seem so seasonal, do they? No, but there's, you could get carnations in, you know, magenta and deep purples. You know, they're amazing. And they're amazing texture and they smell and they smell yeah, i like which, the smell which is lovely and they last a very long time and then lilacs lilacs they're, i mean they're great they're great they smell good they do they last very long because i they always find that to be kind of fragile right they are fragile yeah but but again, they're worth it but they're again it's you should enjoy it while you could get it yeah exactly yeah there's something special about it. Lilacs sort of, daffodils and lilacs sort of say, oh, we made it to spring. Yeah, spring is yeah, here. Yeah, we're here. We did it. We got here, right? <laughs> okay, we, well, we saved the best for last, right? Because the show's called Everything's Coming Up Roses. All right, now give us the whole download on roses. Well, there's roses that, you know, come in all different colors. I do have favorites. I won't share them because I don't want people to use the roses I love. No, we right? want to know. No. Give us one of your favorite roses. So... I do love uh, one called High and Intense. Okay, why? It's orange <gasps> with a different hues of orange and yellow, and um, it just opens up beautifully. Wow! Is it? A, so, does it have a big bud or is it one of those small? It's large. Yeah, and um, it's a great rose. Wow! That's my one. <laughs> do you have? Uh, do you, I'm thinking of roses. There's so much we could talk about roses, but. Um, um, and then, you know, roses throughout history is, you know, there's, you know, you can see it in almost every Christian painting from the beginning of time. They use roses. But um, do you, when we get to Valentine's Day, do you do you do you encourage people to do something other than roses? I mean, do you have other ideas than roses or is it is it so much that, you know, you give a dozen or two dozen roses or you're you know, kicked out of the house. Well, you know, do you have an opportunity to change that? Yeah, I think there's uh, both uh, flowers. People want to give flowers on Valentine's. And then people who want to give a traditional uh, arrangement of roses. So I, have there's, this- I think there's both. You have, you know, people sometimes order what they know. So, we, you know, we want to be there for that. And then other people, they want the 
the out of the box. They want to be surprised and right. out of the box. Here, I'll give you a quick question because I get this from the kids ever so often. But uh, my nephew was dating a girl and it was like January. They just started dating and now they've been dating for three weeks and it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Does he give her red roses for Valentine's Day three weeks after meeting her? If he wants. What would you say as his florist? Well, after a couple of questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll I leave may it give at that. a specific answer. <laughs> Good answer. Hey, listen, you told us what your favorite flower is, peonies, and then a couple of roses that you love. But what's your favorite? What colors do you enjoy? And has that changed? I always like yellow. I think it's a bright, happy color. Yeah. Um, and it does change. I mean, there's great chocolate colored. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Yeah. So there's different things. It's I love I love actually like green roses and green tulips and stuff like that. I don't know why there's something extraordinary about that to me. Yeah, they seem so unexpected and so beautiful. I love them. Um, I'm a big sort of aubergine, violet mm-hmm. kind of guy. That seems to be the flowers that I always request. But yeah, I mean, everybody's different. That's half the fun, right? Yeah. There's yeah. textures you could get. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful so, textures. Yeah, it's... Uh, Again, day by day, what I see, you know, luckily I could buy, this is what I do. I buy flowers every day. Right. You get to <laughs> buy, buy what them. I like. <laughs> yeah. What a great job, right? Yeah. We were talking about that. What a great job. Oh, I get to buy flowers every day. What time do you start? Seven o'clock? No, it depends. You know, sometimes it's five. Right. Depending so, on the day, right? Yeah. Depending on the day and what I'm, what I'm doing in that day. And so does it depend, do you have to get there, like, let's say you're feeling under a lot of pressure and you you have two or three uh, big days in front of you, you want to get there early so you you get what you need instead of, so you need to show up at five in the morning instead of seven or eight? Well, there's times where... Does that make sense? Yeah, there's times when I, you know, there's something on my mind and I need something. I've woken up at like three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I've gone to buy flowers. I've given the key to my store to a vendor to drop it off and I'm going to go home and try to sleep a little bit more. <laughs> so, wow. There we're talking about yeah. entrepreneurship, right? There we go. Um, does the architecture, so this is what matters to me. Does the architecture is one of the questions that I should tell you or no, sorry. Should one of the things that I should tell you is what my house or what, what the apartment looks like. So you get a better idea. In other words, you want to know if it's contemporary, you want to know if it's traditional, right? Because that's going to make you do a different flower arrangement, right? And the vase it's going to be placed in, right? So we need those, everything has to go inside. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I think I, I, I have so many more questions and maybe we'll get some of them when we come back, but, uh, Thank you so much. I mean, it's been so much fun. I feel like we barely got to everything I wanted to ask you. I think when I grow up, uh, I want to be a florist. So maybe I can work for you someday. (laughs) Maybe. Um, (laughs) I'm not easy to work with. No, you're not. I bet. Yeah. Well, you're Italian, right? To work with, yes. Well, I'm German. So, you know, (laughs) that's uh, that's a problem, too. Um, But thank you. It was quite a pleasure. And I really appreciate it. Will you take some questions with us after we're done? So listen, I, I did a thing because this is one of my all-time favorite songs. And because Lewis's shop is called Le Fleur, Darlem, then I thought we should listen to an incredible, uh, what is called the flower duet. But in French, it's called, uh, it's called Dua des Fleurs. 
right? Just because the names were similar. And so we're going to listen to a little bit of that. That's uh, Kiri Takanawa and Catherine Jenkins singing, I think, one of the most beautiful songs I have ever heard. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Hey, so we're going to take some questions real quick. Here's the first one. This is from Angie. Straight out. Lewis, what's the best cut flower and how? which one lasts the longest? Hmm. That's a good question. So wait. Well, that th- depends. So what kills flowers okay. is bacteria in the water. Okay. And that the stem doesn't have a fresh cut. Okay. Right? So you bring flowers home or you get them, you know, someone delivers you an arrangement or sends you an arrangement, you should change the water as often as possible. So what is that? You could do every day, every, every day. two days. That would be great. And then if you cut the stems on the bottom, that would keep the flowers fresh. So what about the right. idea of like the little bit of bleach or the little bit of well, seven up or whatever? That's, those All that is trying to do is kill the bacteria. Yeah, so, which is important, I guess. Right? right. So if you just change the water... Oh, that does it too. That does it. Right? And then you don't want that murky water in your house anyway, right? No, no, no. I think that's like the... And it smells. And it smells. So it takes right. away the beautiful lilac or rose smell. Right. Yeah. Then you get swampy yeah. smell. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no swampy stuff. Yeah, so yeah, so I think that's really the advice. I, I think I was going to ask you: do a soft stem versus a harder stem? Does that make a difference? Well, different flowers have different needs. So, like a cow lily, okay, is a solid stem. It only drinks from the bottom. Okay, right. So, if you just have cow lilies, you just need a little bit of water in the vase. Oh, you don't fill the whole vase up. No, because then it's going to rot the the stem and that's where the bacteria comes right so then you get that murky water yuck well so you should ask your florist how best to take care of them right what's that little packet that everybody gets and attached staple to the cellophane what's that for oh you know (laughs) (laughs) so you don't know what that is thank you angie that was great crystal says would or i gotta read it would you send one type of flower, what would you like to do? If you were sending flowers, would you like one type of flower? So I guess so like a cluster of roses, uh-huh. a cluster of lilacs versus a beautiful mixed arrangement. What she, they're asking what you prefer. What I would want? Yeah, what if, would you want? If someone wants to send me flowers. Yeah, let's do let's that. Let's do that. <laughs> um, let's I, call the fleur. Yeah. <laughs> I would do a single flower yeah. for me. I think me too, honestly. Yeah. I like seeing it in in abundance, maybe. Is that what it is? Yeah, people like, I say like when we do events and we have, you know, 700 roses of the same kind, people want that rose. Mm. So there's something to be said about quantity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking this is a really good question, actually, Crystal, because I'm thinking I like it in tulips. Mm-hmm. I love just tulips being all the same. But... I don't know. Sometimes I get bored with roses all being the same, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it depends on what flower it is. Yeah. Well, maybe you should receive all different types of bouquets of single stem. And to decide. And to decide for yourself. And I guess it would depend on what your house <laughs> looks like. That would be the most important thing. Yeah. Right? Because you would want to emphasize the color in your house, right? So the least represented color, let's say you have this beautiful uh, fabrication of um, aubergine and violet and blues, and there's just a little bit of yellow in the tracery of the rug, then I would say yellow flowers would be the best choice for your interior. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then like a bunch of daffodils would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Or yellow roses. Or yellow roses. What else? Yellow peonies, I guess, right? I would do the magenta. I just liked it. <laughs> this is from Eric. Okay, here's one. Oh, this is a kind of a complaint. I recently sent an arrangement to a friend and was so disappointed when I saw it the next day. What is the best course of action? So if that if it would happen, I would just tell the florist, you know, that you didn't like it or and tell why. And then what I would do um, is we would ask if they wanted to do a, re- a replacement, pick up the old one, and send something new. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's lovely. Well, that's really lovely. I would never have known to do that. Yeah. But does that offend the recipient? In other words... Well, does the recipient not like it, or you don't like it? I think the I think he's so, saying that he was disappointed. All right. So does he go back and say, hey, your flowers. Gonna, that, that bouquet that you, you love, me, I'm, I'm really upset. <laughs> Do you pick it well, up? Well, I think that has to be worked out amongst the two. How would you handle that? Well, that's that's between them. but yeah, you know, and that, Or it's something we we know for the future. Like, oh, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like 
when he sends bouquets, he doesn't like this flower in the bouquet. Oh, I love that. So it's not an immediate action. It's something that maybe perhaps can be taken care of down the line. Right. So you you have a better understanding. You learn from. Yeah. So see, that's so important because now you have a relationship with you. You're having a relationship with your florist and they can better serve you if they understand your needs. more. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that's really nice. I have so I have say I have a lot of clients who call me and it's very short and sweet. I want to send bouquet, you know, this is the address, you know, because I know what they like. Right. And I know what they you know want to send. I'm just so. trying to imagine if I've ever been disappointed in something that I've sent before and I'm not sure that I have. Yeah. I think maybe and to go back to what we were talking about earlier, if we give the florist the proper information, if we hit all of, and if they ask us the proper questions we're not going to make the, the mistake is less likely to happen right yeah. it is subjective yeah you know, like what we're designing and you know and there are it it's, it does happen yeah you know, we're and again you try to rectify it and as make best it you better. can yeah it's customer service like any other business right. yeah here's from nicole w i think we did this but let's just reiterate it what's the best flower for the value is there such a thing Mm, is no, it really think, a personal choice too? Yeah, I think it's it's so varied. You know, there's does one give more than the other? No, I mean it's. it's well, I mean, a, I like orchids a, because I think they serve the purpose for a long time. Yeah, but they're not inexpensive. But they're not inexpensive, right? Right. right. So you know, I don't think that there's any. One and I answer. do like calla lilies because I think that calla lilies actually last a long time. They can if you don't rot the stem. If you don't rot the stem. <laughs> but I, like, I love that deep, dark, almost black calla lily yeah. and sort of a cylindrical cylindrical vase. That's really dramatic and beautiful. Yeah. And you can have those two, three weeks, couldn't you? Yeah, I've had a calla lily last like three weeks. Yeah. But again, right. they're not inexpensive. They're not inexpensive. No, but right. they are They are incredibly beautiful. Did I even ask you about calla lilies? That was... No, we haven't got to the calla lily they were, segment. They are beautiful. Here's <laughs> one. Oh, this is a good one. Here's a question for both of you. What do you think about giving men flowers? And if so, any suggestions or what 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 would be the best uh, approach? Well, why not? Yeah, I mean, right? what is that a question about? I mean, I would... People send flowers to men all the time. They would say, like, you know, I don't want it to be too feminine, which is... Kind of a, you know, understandable, but um, yeah, I love textures like thistle is great, um, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of ways cushions. to do it. Contemporary design. Yeah, pin cushions. Yeah, tortillas. Yeah, there's a lot of great. Um, now you said that textures. though. I mean, I've honestly I've only gotten flowers for a reason, you know, um, a passing, uh, a birthday, uh, but I've never gotten like oh. I feel like I want to send David flowers. Mm. So, okay, I'm putting it up there. Yeah, today's the day. Lewis, I think we got it. Thank you so much again. It was such a great pleasure to have you here with us tonight. Uh, I want to thank everyone here at talkradio.nyc and Schoolhouse Number 6 Productions. I couldn't do it without Chin. I wouldn't want to try Benjamin Keegan for my music. And remember to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at home with DTI. Also, my website, which is davidtheargartnerinteriors.com. And join us next week because we are going to talk to color expert Betsy Karp. And we're going to talk all about the color blue. And we're going to go, I don't know, history, ideas, emotions, all of that. 
And um, I'm excited to talk to her about it. She's a lot of fun. Stay tuned for the Noreen Sumter Show, Beyond Potential. Live life your way until next week on the radio. Remember, the best designs for your life start at home. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.